today on Commitment to Truth. Have you ever had someone blind you before coming to know Christ? Is that they are hypocrites. They don't practice what they preach. They're not who they say they are outside of the church doors or behind closed doors of the home. They are hypocrites. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we continue a series titled, Joy for All. In Jesus Christ, we have the greatest source of joy known to man. As his disciples, we are encouraged, even commanded, to share this joy we have in him throughout our personal Judea, Samaria, and throughout our world. Wherever we go, this joy is for all people. This week, Pastor Cedric Brown will teach us how we should bring joy to the blind. We will learn how people can be blinded by others, blinded by their own ignorance, and blinded by the enemy, Satan. We will also learn how we can bring the joy of Jesus Christ to them. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. So we've been in two parts of scripture. And the first is Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 11, which states, In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people which includes you and me and everyone else who isn't here. It says, For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. So the setting as we've been uncovering is this, is that there is the coming of the incarnate Christ that we celebrate year after year uh, uh, during a time we call Christmas, right? But it was to inevitably save us from ourselves, save us from our sins, save us from eternal damnation, separation from God, which inevitably should bring all of us joy, wouldn't you agree? Amen. But this joy shouldn't stop with us. This joy should be continuously shared to all people, all nations, all tribes, and all tongues throughout all time. Then we uh, moved on to Luke chapter 4, verses 14 through 19. It says, And after being tempted by Satan in the wilderness, this is Jesus being tempted, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit and news about him spread throughout all the surrounding district. And he began teaching in their synagogues and was praised by all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. Verse 17, and it says, and the book, and the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him and he opened the book and found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor. Now, we've been underscoring that if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the spirit of the living God is upon you. He is upon you. He is within you through the finished work of Jesus Christ to ultimately preach the good news to the poor. Then he says, and he has sent me to proclaim release to the captives. That's the second group. Recovery of the sight to the blind, the third group, which we will discover today, and to set free those who are oppressed, what we will discover next week. You have to come back next week for that. And to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. 
Now here you find Jesus himself, think about this. He was, or he is still the good news, and he was preaching about himself. He started us off and gave us the perfect example to preach to all the people, all nations. And remember, we've been learning within all nations, there's always four categories of people. I don't care what your race, your culture, your socioeconomic class, you will find these four groups of hurting people in every group of people. And it is this. We have a responsibility to preach the good news of great joy of Jesus Christ to the poor, to the captive, to the blind, to the oppressed. Why is that important? It's because there was a day that we were poor, captive, blind, or oppressed. And maybe today, if you're here today or you're watching, maybe you are poor, captive, blind, or oppressed, and you need the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, we covered that the poor were these people, those of low estate or worth. They are destitute of wealth, influence, or position, but they were also these types of people, people who are afflicted. In other words, people who are physically impaired. People who literally, physically, literally, physically impaired, emotionally impaired, who just can't get it. But then also there were the, those who were poor in spirit. So you had three types of poor people. People who were literally poor, didn't have much social status or anything. But then there were the, those who were afflicted. Some of people who have physical ailments, emotional uh, instabilities or whatever it may be, which if we're honest with ourselves, we all have issues of some kind. But then the third group of people, again, were spiritually helpless. In other words, they look good on the outside. But on the inside, something's wrong. In other words, externally, everything is good, but they're dying on the inside. These were the poor. So the question I want to remind you of or ask you again is this. How do you give them, the poor, the joy of Christ? Think about that. What's your personal responsibility in giving them the joy of Jesus Christ, not only during this season, but for the rest of your life. The second group of people we looked at were the captive. The captive were those who have been taken or conquered, those who have been captive of the devil. Remember we said, listen, the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, the kingdom come, your will be done. Well, listen, only a select group of people can say, our Father. And it are those of us who put our faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ. But it doesn't mean that we don't preach the gospel of Jesus Christ or give the joy for all to those or for all those whose father is still the devil. It's our responsibility. Those who can't pray our father because they're following the father of the of lies and his agenda and his purposes and plan. But then we also realize that these people are, can be controlled by the devil. And they also are trapped by the devil. They're trapped, they're clueless, they don't have an understanding, and it is our responsibility to bring them the joy of the Lord. Amen? We have responsibility through the finished work of Jesus Christ because he has given us the joy that we celebrate year after year, that we celebrate today, that we have to pass this joy on to every person who has breath. Amen?
So one famous uh, Supreme Court justice said this, I might have entered the ministry if certain clergymen I knew had not looked and acted so much like undertakers. In other words, how many followers of Jesus Christ do we see just joyless? We say we know Jesus, we say we love Jesus, we say we need Jesus, but our lives are the way we look, the way we conduct ourselves, our body language, our speech, deep down in our soul, the eyes are the windows of the soul, right? We don't see joy. So you can kind of use this example and say, well, how many people look at us? And don't become Christians. Because we too look like undertakers. Stoic. No fun. No excitement. No joys. Just dull people. What do you look like today? What do people see? What do people hear coming out of your mouth? Because out of the abundance of the heart... The mouth what? How then do we help the blind see Jesus through us? I think that's the biggest question today. How do we help the blind see Jesus through us? So we look at two things. Who are the blind? Again, like we've been doing. And then secondly, how then do we bring joy to them? If you can open back up to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse number 18, or verse 18 alone. It says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has what? Anointed me, this is Jesus speaking, to preach the gospel to the poor, and he has sent me to proclaim the release to the captives, and recovery of the sight to the blind, and to set free those who are oppressed. If you have put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, his Holy Spirit lives within you and you should have peace and you should have his joy that permeates every part of your life. But again, who are the poor in your life? Remember the poor are these. Those blind respect to the mind. Thus those who are mentally blind, they are slow of understanding and even the ignorant. They can be blinded by others and even Satan, who is the God of this world himself. Let's look at about three ways people are blinded. Here's the first. The first is this. People are blinded by others. In other words, the hypocrisy of others. Right? Have you ever had someone blind you before coming to know Christ? Is that they are hypocrites. They don't practice what they preach. They're not who they say they are outside of the church doors or behind closed doors of the home. They are hypocrites. Listen to what the text says in Matthew chapter 23, verses 13 through 16. And this is how hypocrites, unfortunately, lead the sincerely blind people. People who are sincerely blind, don't know, don't understand, but hypocrites, this is what they do, or we do. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. That, in other words, that's a person who comes to church every day, quotes their Bibles, have, you know, uh, Christian music playing in their cubicle, at home, in their car, etc., etc., but they're not really who they say they are. Because you shut off the kingdom of heaven from people, for you do not enter it, 
in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, because you devour widows' houses, and for a, pre and for a pretense you make long prayers, you make long prayers, therefore you will receive greater condemnation. Verse 15, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, because you travel around on sea and land to make one proselyte. In other words, to make one believe what you believe. And when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides. Now, this is what it looks like when the blind leads the blind. Matthew 15, verse 14. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if a blind man guides a blind man, both will fall into a pit. So it's happening. Pharisees, people say they are Christians, but don't really act like it. People who wear the banner, but don't necessarily believe the banner themselves. Or believe the banner conditionally, situationally, or in some close proximity. Few words you find in these verses. Verse 13, hypocrites, an actor, a pretender, a counterfeit, one who speaks and acts under a fake character. The word shut off means this. In other words, when we become hypocritical, we shut off people from heaven. It means to shut the windows of heaven as though it was raining, right? Thus, in this context, it means this, to willfully prevent someone from entering the kingdom of heaven. In other words, when we become hypocrites, we literally willfully prevent people from coming to know Christ. Verse 16, blind guides means this. Blind teachers, do you realize no matter who you are, you don't have to stand up in front of people. When you wake up every single morning, you know who you are? A teacher. Don't tell me what to do. Show me what to do. Do you realize in an educational system, they say behavior is not taught, it's what? It's caught. That's the... That's the catchphrase. It's caught. You can tell me about Jesus, but you got to show me about Jesus. You could quote me Bible verses, but if you aren't a Bible verse yourself, the word fall in verse 14 in chapter 15 of Matthew, it means it's to fall from a higher place to a lower place. In other words, at the end of the day, you may appear up here, but somehow God humbles us and makes us low. Which I believe is just us learning that we must come to a place of submission and realizing that we must practice what we preach. You see, here's the challenge, church. How do we help people see? We must avoid at all costs from being hypocrites for being pretenders. Listen, so, so please don't, don't, don't leave too quickly. In other words, this is what many believers say, well, I'm not gonna pretend, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be who I am, I'm gonna be real, keep it 100. <laughs> right? 
That, that's what we say. Well, shucks, you know, whether I, you know, well, well, the grace of God, well, God forgives me. You know I'm not perfect. That's a cop out. Because greater is he that is in you. It's a cop out. It's a cop out because he says he's given us everything according to righteousness and good deeds. To be the right thing, that's really what it's saying, and to do the right thing. That's what he's given us. The ability to be the right thing and do the right thing. We got to stop becoming hypocrites. Stop living this life of hypocrisy. If I say I love Jesus, I got to live like I love Jesus. You see, the joy of Christ is for those being deceived or hindered from the kingdom of God. And we cannot be the best or the greatest hindrance ourselves. Who are the blind and how can we help them? Again, if you look at Luke chapter 4, verse 18, there are people who are blinded by others, right? But then here's the other challenge. There are people who just blind it because they're ignorant. They just don't know. They don't know. And we can't hold that against them. We can't hold against someone who's just saying silly stuff and doing silly stuff. They just need Jesus. We can't hold pain against people because a lot of times people are in pain, therefore they act a certain way. People are in pain and therefore they don't believe a certain way. Got to give them time. Just as he gave you time, you got to give them time to get it. They're blind because they're ignorant. Or let's say it this way. They just don't know, one. Or you could say it this way. They weren't born into it. You follow what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people today on this earth who are not born into a knowledge of Christ. L let me give you an example here. Is that because of this ignorance, you have people, if you look at John chapter 9, verses 35 through 41, this is a great example, I believe, of how Jesus dealt with the blind man. He was, think about this, he was blind at birth, physically blind, and he was spiritually blind. He was born into ignorance. He just didn't know. Listen to what it says. Jesus heard that they had put him out. In other words, the Pharisees again put him out. And finding him, he said, do you believe in the Son of God? He answered, well, who is he? Do you realize when people who have not put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, they're not hypocrites. They're just doing what's natural. They just don't know. They're saying, just like the blind man, well, who is he? That I may believe. Do you realize that's what most people are saying? Just show me who he is so I can believe. Jesus said to him, you have both seen him and he is the one who was talking with you. He said, well, guess what, Lord? I believe. Once I saw you, once I heard you, I did what? Immediately believed. And then whatever comes, the next thing comes after belief is what? Worship. 
He believed, he worshiped, and then Jesus' response is this in verse 39. Again, Matthew 9. For judgment I came into this world so that those who do not see may see. In other words, this word judgment means this, to approve the righteous and condemn the wicked. Absolutely, Jesus came to judge to say, I'm going to separate some wheat from the chaff. There's some hypocrites. There's some whitewashed people who say that they are who they say they are, but they're really not living like they say they are. And I'm coming to judge that. But he also said, so that those who do not see may see. And that those who see may become blind. In other words, if you think you know, you need to realize that you never, ever, ever, ever know. And that's, that's the fine line between hypocrisy and pharisaic behavior. Is that when you and I become so religious that we think we, have, we know everything. And yet we know nothing. And it says in verse 40, those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, we are not blind too, are we? And Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would not have no sin. Think about what the text is saying. If you were blind, in other words, if you were in need, then ultimately I will say you can see. But because you feel that you have no need, you remain in your sin. Hello, my name is Sarah Vega, and I am the Administrative and Executive Director here at Commitment Church. I hope you've enjoyed today's message by Pastor Cedric Brown. If you didn't know, Pastor Cedric also sends out encouraging videos weekly. We call these the Weekly Wire. The acronym WIRE means weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement. We can send these encouraging videos directly to you by subscribing at www.loveallnations.org. Again, that's www.loveallnations.org. Here's an example of the encouragement you'll receive. Did you know that there's people in our lives all around us that are blind? They're very difficult to recognize, but they're blind. They're blinded by hypocrisy, blinded by just pure ignorance, and they're blinded by even the God of this world. You see, it's very, very, very easy to get frustrated with those who are blind around us. You see, but it is our responsibility, especially during this Christmas season, to bring those who are blinded by hypocrisy the joy of Jesus. Those who are blinded by ignorance, we need to continue to bring them the joy of Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this sample of our Weekly Wire. Again, to subscribe to your weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement, please visit www.loveallnations.org. Again, that's www.loveallnations.org. Thank you again for listening to our series, Joy for All. From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. In Jesus Christ, 
we have the greatest source of joy known to man. As his disciples, we've been taught to share this joy we have in him throughout our personal Judea, Samaria, and throughout our world. Wherever we go, this joy is for all people. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.